Welcome to The Brand Standard, a place where faith, online business, family, marriage, and entrepreneurship collide. People are always in search of how to stand out as a woman, as a wife, as a mom, thinking about how to create lifelong wealth, how to create something that's legacy building and long lasting. When the reality is what you need is already there. It's you, it's your family, your marriage. You are the brand. The Bible says not to let others look down on you because you are young, but to show them and be an example for the believers in truth, in love, in faith, in purity, in speech, and in everyday life. That's the goal. That's the bar. That's the bare minimum. And that's the brand standard. Hey friends, I'm Nashay Caldwell, an online business manager, and I welcome you to this episode of The Brand Standard. It's a good one today. I've done quite a bit of research and I have had some time to really think about it because I wanted to talk about this in the right way. And I wanted to I wanted it to come from a place of authenticity and of truth, and I did not want to um, misquote or, you know, say something that was not accurate. And so while I do say a lot of things that are opinion-based, and some of these will be my opinions just with the everyday life part of this, but for the most part, what we're going to talk about today is biblical. So my tagline for the Nishay Caldwell Co. is be the example. And where that comes from is from 1 Timothy 4 and 12, where the Bible calls us to not let others look down on us because we are young, but show them and be an example for the believers in truth and love and faith and purity and speech. And I add all the time and in everyday life. And every every section of that scripture really spoke to me because it, it really is a call to pursue godliness, to pursue holiness, to leave our flesh behind, and to live for God wholeheartedly. And by doing so, other people in the world will look at you as a believer, me as a believer, and see the light of Christ. And at 18 years old, when I first read that scripture, it is also my senior quote in my yearbook, um, When I read that scripture, it dawned on me like, this is my mantra for my life. This is what I want. And I believe in that moment, the Holy Spirit spoke to me and told me, this is it. This is your call. This is you. This is who you are. And when that was placed in my heart, I really lived my life every moment after that for those things. To be an example for the believers. And so as I've evolved in this business, and this business has literally become my everyday life, it made sense for me to have this scripture be the tagline for my business. So why should you be the example for the believers? And how? How can you be the example for the believers? You running your own business, you with your family, you in your own marriage, your own friendships, relationships, so forth. How and why should you be the example? Well, number one, it's biblical. If you're a believer, you're called to this. You're called, not just me, it's not exclusive to Nashe. This is the call 
of being a Christian, of being a believer. You are called to be an example for the believers in truth, love, faith, purity, speech. And I like to, again, I like to say, and in everyday life. Well, how do we do that and why? Why should we even do that? Well, it also creates a routine for self-discipline, self-control. A lot of people in this world, we've seen it. We know them. Sometimes we are them. A lot of people lack the ability to control themselves. They often choose their flesh or their fleshly desires, I should say, over God's desires for our lives. And if you have no idea what I'm talking about, if you don't know what I mean when I say the flesh, we exist as two beings in this world. We have a spirit and we have our flesh. When you are led by the flesh, your own flesh, the Bible talks about what the acts of of living in your flesh are. And they're obvious. The Bible says the acts of flesh are sexual immorality, impurity, debauchery, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, self-ambition, dissensions, factions, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and the like. Anything that's in line with those things are acts of the flesh. That's you living by your flesh. The spirit, however, is in direct conflict with your flesh. So the way to know if you're living by your spirit and through your spirit is the fruit, the fruits really of the spirit is how you can tell when you're looking at other people as well as, you know, self-examining yourself. Self-analyzing is the best way to me to make things clear when it comes to being an example for somebody else. Are you living by your spirit or are you living by your flesh? Living by the spirit, the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. The thing about self-control really is, it's very simple. It may not be easy for a lot of us, but it's very simple. Don't do the thing. <laughs> That's very simple. But in practice and in everyday life, again, going back to 1 Timothy 4.12, in everyday life, it can be difficult. It can be hard to look at something, a situation, and choose to not act. Choose to not do something in love, choose to enact your faith, choose to be pure, choose to watch your speech. That's difficult for a lot of people because people get on our nerves. Situations are at the max. We are broken down to the bare minimum at times by by how life can crush us. And it's in those moments again where you have to abide by your spirit. And so when we start businesses, when we use our gifts, which we're also called to do in that same in that same chapter, if you care to read it in Galatians 5 and also um, 1 Timothy 4, it is talking about using your gifts. Um, and when you use your gifts, it's coming from a godly place. Let's go back. I'm going back to 1 Timothy. 4 and 12. So I can say it 
specifically how it is. Do not neglect your gift. That's what it says. First Timothy four, and I'm down on, on at to to fourteen. Do not do not neglect your gift, which was given to you through prophecy when the body of the elders laid their hands on you. And even if they didn't lay their, if no one has laid their hands on you, God has spoken to you. God has spoken into you. God has given you a desire of your heart. God has given you a gift. The Bible, again, I'm I'm continuing on down, says to be diligent in those matters and give yourself wholly to them so that everyone may see your progress. And when the Bible to me says everyone, that's being an example. You're on display in some way. In this world of social media, in this world of online business, which is is where I have um, laid my stake in the ground, in this world of having an audience, no matter who you are, we have to watch our life and our doctrine closely. And in doing so, we save both ourselves and our hearers. And that's all you can be responsible for. Now, I'm not telling you to go out there and save the world. I'm not trying to save the world. I am saving myself, my family, and those who hear me. We are called to be the example for the believers, to live by our spirit, to not be driven by our fleshly desires and live by our fleshly desires because we're better than that. We are above that. We have peace over those things. And I often feel like when it's time to act and choose whether you're going to use your flesh or not, there is a chaos inside of us, like a burning sensation almost where you have to react, you have to fight back, you have to jump back. I'm not telling you to be docile and never speak up and don't say how you feel or don't you know command the room when you walk in when it comes to business. I'm not saying don't be ambitious in some ways, but I am saying... When the time comes for you to choose things of the flesh, which we already went over, there is a tingling in your spirit that tells you not to because it's in direct conflict with the spirit. And as we apply that philosophy to online business, as I have applied it to my everyday life, I've applied it to my business as well. When you're an example for the believers, your gift is what's on display your audience will be attracted and drawn to that. Your hearers will hear you, but also see the light of Christ. Even in something as meek as online business, who cares about Christ when it comes to online business? I do, and my audience will. The people who hear me care about their faith, about their family, about their marriage, about their business, leaving a legacy. So when I when I set out to find a tagline and I I landed on this again as I did when I was a senior in high school, I wanted to be all encompassing of who I am as a person and also who I am as a business owner. And it's most fitting for me to use First Timothy four and twelve. So I gave you a couple of reasons of how and why you should also be an example for the believers. But in following the scripture, in each one of those um, talking points that that scripture talks about, it's, it's a portion of life that we lead. Your love is a certain aspect of your life. Your faith is a certain section of your life. Your purity, your speech, the way you talk to people is a certain section of your life. The way we lead our lives <clears throat> and the way we lead our businesses, our families, 
to the audience that we're talking to, it is vital that we do not abide in our flesh, but we choose to move and live in the spirit. I often like to reflect and think about my ancestors. And and when I say ancestors, I don't even mean people who are like 15 generations back. I mean my grandmother who has passed away, my granny who has passed away, my grandfathers, my great-grandparents. Those to me, are my ancestors who have passed away. And I and sometimes I just imagine, not in a witchcraft way, but I could just imagine how they would feel seeing me, like how amazed they, they would be at what this world, number one, has become, but what we have become in the world right now, all that's available to us. How dare we aim to be mediocre or accept less than when the people who came before us had far greater struggles, they had far less than us. Who are we to sit here and complain or sit here and choose less, sit here and choose flesh? How dare you? That I, and I'm not speaking just to you. I'm speaking to myself. When I get in times of deciding whether to go in my flesh or to go in my spirit, I really have to sit back and say, how dare you abuse this privilege that you've been given? You were born for such a time as this. Look where we are. Like, what? (laughs) You have access to social media? What are you talking about? What is that? You create websites? You build businesses for other women? For women who lead lives um, of faith, of Christian values? Your friends and your family, your circle is just, everyone is doing their absolute best and following following God. You're complaining? Like, wow, I can, I can only imagine my granny and my grandmother just looking at our lives, me and my friends, all of my peers, like, wow, you guys are amazing and you're doing it. But they dreamed this first. They prayed for this. They prayed for us to be here. Just the same way we pray over our children and we pray for them to have the best and we pray for the things that, you know, we would like them to become. And for this world, we want them to obviously be world changers and be um, all these great things. Can you imagine what your grandmother prayed for, your grandfather prayed for, for you? I, I think we are sometimes so ungrateful for the positions that we're in. And we forget that because they couldn't, we get to. We get to have arguments with our husbands and not be deemed as property now anymore. We get to have children in hospitals in the same place that white women get to have (laughs) their children. That was a thing. (laughs) Crazy enough, that was a thing. We get to choose education or not. It was not an option for the different times that our that our ancestors and those who have gone on before us, they didn't they didn't get those options. They had very few options and made the best of it and created us. God was with them just like he's with us now. And so 
I said all that to say it is our duty to be an example for the believers. In truth and love and faith and purity and speech and in everyday life. We can do it. Look, look how far we've come. Look where we are right now. You're sitting somewhere listening to this, debating on whether you can start an online business, whether you can run your own business. Like what? Imagine that. Imagine if somebody in the 1910s decided to do what you're doing right now. If they could have the decision to be in the position that you're in right now, to get to choose, to get to figure it out, you get to do all of these things. And so let us not forget, number one, let us not be ashamed but let us step up in confidence and in our spirit and be the example for the believers. I'm here with you, friends, right along with you for the journey in entrepreneurship and in life. And I'm so glad that we could have this moment to chat just about being an example for the believers. It's your duty. It's mine. It's my call. And I believe it's yours. If you want any information, or to even work with me, head to nishaycaldwell.com and you can find free resources there. You can find some of my favorites there. You can find out how to work with me over there. Um, If you want to chat more about faith, you can always DM me. I'm the same everywhere, Caldwell on Pinterest, on Instagram, on Facebook. I so enjoy sitting down chatting with you guys. This is a moment of ease for me. Uh, I don't feel any tension, as I hope you don't, with trying to figure out content to put out because I believe that the audience that can hear me, and I'm speaking directly to you if you can hear this, if you've chosen to listen to this, I'm speaking directly to you in that we we truly are in this together. It's not easy. It's very simple, but it's not easy. But we can do it and we can do it together, and I'm here for you. I can't wait to chat with you again. That's it for this episode. Again, if you ever want to reach out to me, you can head over to my website, nishaycaldwell.com, and I will see you guys. Or I'll, I guess I won't see you, but I'll hear you guys on the next one. It's time to create the life you always wanted, a life that you can be proud of. It's time to get started. There's only one way I could take off months and months at a time and come back to a business I love. That's by owning it, sustainably choosing my pace, getting out what I put in, and sometimes a little more is why I'm an entrepreneur. Is it hard? Yes. But so is going to a job you hate. Is it worth it? Absolutely. My kids seeing me for many hours a day and available for all activities makes it worth it. You may not feel ready or even worthy, but the reality is you've always been ready. You've always been an entrepreneur. Do it now. Do it with peace, with ease, with motivation, and without worry. Let's do it together and launch in 30. If you're ready to start, launch, and grow an online business of your own, go to nashaycaldwell.com slash launch in 30. I'll see you on the inside.